I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning. It is Thursday, August 4th. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download Prize Picks, the best daily fantasy app. In this episode, I will be giving you two MLB best bets. And also, I dropped two underdog picks in our chalkboard group chat. It's free to join. You can find that in the episode description, as well as the prize picks link to get a full deposit match. If you don't use our link, just make sure when you're downloading, you use code just baseball. Like I said, two MLB best bets coming at you, two underdog picks in the chalkboard group chat, and my prize picks selection of the day at the end of this episode episode. Let's recap yesterday because we killed it, people. We absolutely killed it. We went 2-0. and Should have gone 3-0, and but unfortunately, the Cardinals versus the Cubs game was postponed, and Vegas seemed to be a little scared. The entire public was on the Cardinals. The Cardinals had this one unlock, and Vegas sent in the weather. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's just conjecture on my part. But on the other side, 2-0. and We hit both of our unders, and we're back again our regular season record is 151 and 126, winning at a 54.5% rate. I rounded up to 55%. Sue me. Plus 26.89 units. We have gone above 25 units. Let's get ready to rock, people. I'm seeing the board well. And the first game is Atlanta Braves versus the New York Mets at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. It's Kyle Wright, righty for the Braves, who's got a 2.93 ERA with a 1.15 whip, facing off against Carlos Carrasco, righty for the Mets, of course, 3.79 ERA with a 1.31 whip. We're going to head to New York for the first game of a five-game series. Lock in, people. This should be one of the more competitive series of the season so far as the Braves sit just three and a half games out of the division lead. It will be a tall task for the Braves to come into City Field and win four of five, but I believe they should be the favorites in game one based on the starting pitching matchup. This game should be close, real close, as evident by the line. The Mets are the favorite, which does make sense as they are the home team and the team in first place. Kyle Wright has been better by the counting numbers, which is ERA and WHIP, but the ex-ERAs of both pitchers sit in the 47th percentile. Wright has a minuscule edge in ex-ERA and a slightly larger edge in FIP and ex-FIP. A lot of those FIP, ex-FIP, ex-ERA, those are things that the pitcher can control, and Wright has the edge in all three. Carrasco, though, has been better at home, but Wright's been better on the road. This is a close one, but there is a factor here that I find very interesting. This matchup was already played out on May 3rd, where Carrasco threw eight shutout innings and gave the Mets a 3-0 win at home against Kyle Wright. Wright didn't pitch that well, throwing seven innings, allowing three runs, but only striking out one and allowing nine hits. As the baseball gods often do, matchups as close as these ones often reverse in favor of the losing team. The Braves make their adjustments to Carrasco, and Wright makes the proper adjustments to the Mets lineup. The game plan worked for Carrasco in the Mets offense, so there isn't much to change on their side. Another reason I give the lean towards right in this matchup is the splits versus righties and lefties. Wright has been extremely tough on right-handed bats this season, and while the Mets will deploy a left-handed dominant bat, the two righties I'm really afraid of, Starling Marte and Pete Alonso, could be slightly limited here. Carrasco, on the other hand, has been slightly worse against right-handed bats, and the Braves have Ronald Acuna, Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, Marcelo Zuna near the top of their lineup, as well as Wilson, or not Wilson, his brother, Contreras, at the bottom of the lineup. When we look at the bullpens, 
Braves have the advantage. While the Mets have the best closer in baseball right now, the Braves' bullpen is deeper and more robust. They have a slew of battle-tested arms that should be ready to go after Braves starters have given them some length in recent starts. The offense advantage leans towards the Mets in this one, as the Mets have been the better offense against right-handed pitching all season and in the past month. Similar to the bullpen and starting pitching advantage for the Braves, the offense isn't that much better, but it still does lean towards the Mets. This should be a phenomenal game, and I can't wait to watch it. I'll go with the underdog here as the Braves concede DeGrom and Scherzer lurking in the shadows, and this will feel as much more of a must-win for the Braves than it will for the Mets. So I'm on the Braves' money line at plus 105 at one point or one unit to win 1.05 units. The second game, it's an earlier game. It's at 3.45 p.m. Eastern. It's the Dodgers against the Giants with Clayton Kershaw, who's got a 2.66 ERA and a 0.98 whip, taking on Jacob Junis, righty for the Giants with a 2.78 ERA and a 1.05 whip. So we head back to San Francisco, and we are dipping our toes in similar logic as yesterday. We cashed the under as the game ended 3-0. The Giants loaded the bases in the bottom of the ninth as crazy. Craig Kimbrell gave us a typical jump scare, as you'd see in the horror movie. Kind of, I was just watching It last night. It seemed very similar. Nonetheless, he finished the job, and we ended up being on the right side. Today, I see much of the same, but I'm not putting my eggs in these bullpen's baskets anymore. Let's talk starting pitching, because I'll be isolating the first five innings. We have one of the goats, Clayton Kershaw, taking on Jacob Junis, who could look like a goat in this one. Similar to Arias, uh, Clayton Kershaw's owned the Giants. Through 157 plate appearances against the Giants' current roster, he owns a 180 opponent batting average, a 308 x-wobe, and a 467 x-slug, with a 33.6% strikeout rate. That X-slug is a bit higher than I would like, but we are playing this game in Oracle, a notorious pitcher's park with a vast outfield that's challenging to get the ball over the fence. On top of this, the Giants rank 18th in ISO, 24th in slugging, and 25th in hard hit rate in the month of July. They don't hit the ball very hard as a team, and I don't expect that to tick up against Clayton Kershaw of all people. And Kershaw has been slightly better on the road, and he's been weirdly, really dominant during day games. In 2020, we saw the same thing, while in 2021, there wasn't much of a difference. This season, he's rocking a 1.79 ERA during the day, compared to a 3.51 ERA in night games. Another fun stat for you, Brandon Belt is 4 for 62 with 30 strikeouts against Kershaw. 4 for 62 with 30 strikeouts. That's so, so bad, and he's the best hitter in their lineup. I was looking at him on prize picks. Of course, he's not available. Is Jacob Junis elite? No, not really. But for some reason, the Dodgers haven't been able to time him up. And he's pitched pretty well this year. He threw once against the Dodgers this year, throwing five innings of two-run ball while striking out five hitters. Over his career against the Dodgers' current roster in 36 plate appearances, he holds a 179 opponent batting average, a 299 ex-WOBA, a 349 expected slugging, and a 29.4% K rate. That's even better than Kershaw. I mean, it's an unlimited sample, so take that with a, as much of a grain of salt as you want. But both pitchers are averaging an average exit velocity of under 89 miles an hour against current rosters. The Dodgers should be able to hold their own against Junis, and I'm not expecting a shutout, but I think he'll deliver a similar type of performance to that of his first start against them. On Kershaw's side, he should dominate. I'm expecting 0-1 to one runs in the first five innings, and I've seen this line juice towards the under at 4.5, and, and at plus money at 4. I like both, but I'm going to take the extra little bit in case it lands on 4. So the pick is Dodgers versus Giants, first five innings under 4.5. It's minus 120. 1.2 units to win one unit. Let's get to our prize pick selection of the day. This is 
in concurrence with our pick that's in the chalkboard group chat. And maybe you can find kind of my reasoning for this pick, but I have another one on top of this that you should be able to find in that chalkboard group chat. Remember, prize picks link in the episode description as well as the chalkboard link. Both are free to join. Okay, Johnny Cueto under fantasy score. I think that it's time for Johnny Cueto to regress. His XERA is at 4.06. His ERA is at 2.86. That XERA is begging for his ERA to rise. I think it will today against a Rangers lineup that has hit him before. And on top of this, you know what? Go check out the chalkboard. I like the Rangers to beat up on Johnny Cueto a little bit today. I don't think that he's going to turn in that great of a start. And his fantasy score being at 29.5, 30.5 is just too high. So that'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Go check out those links in the description. And always remember, people, it's not gambling advice. Not gambling advice.